Most of the other educators I know also embrace some sort of imperfectionism. If you're listening to this book, you probably do too. You believe and probably say to your students that mistakes are a natural part of learning. And of course, this is true. But how much do your curricular choices, teaching methods, and student behaviors reflect this belief? After all, you're not the first teacher, nor will you be the last, who has talked to their students about how true learning is an imperfect process. As I saw how little our classrooms reflect this belief, I started to wonder if perhaps we're all just paying lip service to an idea that we haven't yet created systems to support. I know this has been true for me in my work as an educator. We all talk a lot about mistakes, but if we're honest, we don't find ourselves or our students truly embracing mistakes practically and visibly on a regular basis. Digging into the research, habits, and expectations educators have about mistakes, I've gained a greater awareness of the contrast between what so many of us practice when it comes to mistakes and what we say. Maybe the most significant example of this is that we tell kids we value mistakes, but at the end of every marking period, they are judged on those very things we tell them not to worry about. Recently, I got into a huge discussion with a group of teachers across grade levels who were grappling with this issue. All agreed that they valued growth mindset and the importance of kids feeling free to take risks and make errors on the way to learning. But they all also owned that students who made fewer errors got higher grades. And with so many schools shifting to digital grading systems where students and their caregivers can check out their regular, often daily, grades, the real-time consequences of taking a learning risk is something that very much might result in accusations thrown across the dinner table. The teachers were concerned about the disconnect between the words they said in class each day about risk-taking and the very real-world consequences of getting a bad grade in the grading portal. A common sentiment among them was, there's a big difference between feedback and grading, but the system we're using isn't really differentiating that. Conversations like these made me realize that we as educators need better models of practice on mistake-making. Although we might not yet be able to change our district grading systems, we can still create space for mistake-making in our classrooms. This book is my effort to share what research studies say on mistake-making as part of learning and what that means for our teaching.